Hello, and welcome to the Vitality Women Leading Audaciously podcast. I am Jennifer Helene, CEO of Purposeful Ventures, devoted to naturally innovative solutions for the realignment of humanity. We believe that stories connect us, dismantling the illusion of separation, causing healing. This interview will be 20 to 30 minutes long, and I look forward to sharing on Common Ground. Welcome to Vitality, Women Leading Audaciously. Today, my honored guest is Carla Harris. She is the managing director and founder of the People Institute. And I am so excited and curious to learn more about what that is and how she got there. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. She's in South Florida. I'm over here in Southern California. And uh, it's just incredible that we can be together. So I just want to honor the synchronicity of it all. Absolutely. I look forward to it. So tell me a little bit more about how you got to be the CEO and founder or the managing director of the People Institute and what it is you all do. So the People Institute is the third iteration of my company. I started in 1997 as an image consulting firm. And I worked with organizations in the area of professional development, um, you know, business etiquette protocol. And here I am in this year, 25 years later, and I decided that the People Institute was really what we did. You know, we help people be better people, people, right? So how do you work? Uh, better with others? How do you bring your authentic self to the workplace? How do you engage um, from an air of transparency um, in the workplace? So that's how we got to where we are today. Um, And it's exciting. It's exciting to help organizations in a time of change. Over the past few years, it's been pretty tumultuous, as you can imagine, diversity and outcries and all sorts of things. And really it's about just understanding uh, how we can be our best selves because that's all we can control, right? Is who we are. That's it. That's it. (laughs) So that's how we got where we are. And where's your passion in it? You know, what is the thing that like, you know, has you love what you do? Oh my gosh. Um, I would say when there's the aha moment, right? The aha moment, we're doing a session or coaching someone and they say, you know what? I never thought about it that way. Yeah. When a person says, I never thought about it that way. I know I've made an impact. When I first started um, as an image consultant, and I would, you know, bring and work with clients on how they presented themselves, right? And they would say, I would have never put that together. And I love it. I knew I had made, I've done my job, right? So the same thing with coaching and the same thing with training and development. When the people are able to look at a problem from a different perspective, or if they're able to hear their colleague um, 
bring a different bit of wisdom to whatever to whatever the solution is then and they say i wouldn't have thought about it that way then i know that that's that aha moment and that's what keeps me going totally i feel the same way in what i do it's like the i like i live for the aha moment because i know that their lives have been changed forever and yeah. you know you're working with them in the workplace and it's funny because we spend more time at work than we do with our families or anywhere Absolutely. else now so uh, and, and people have been separating their personal work, their personal development work from their their professional work, which I think is no longer happening. I feel like, especially with COVID, yeah. bringing work into the home, there's like, there's no separation. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, there's an elephant in the room when someone hasn't responded to six emails or, you know, there's been a deliverable that you don't feel capable of doing, but you also don't feel confident enough to ask for help. And it's like, it's like, you know, addressing these things head on is the way you retain employees, the way you increase, you know, your, you know, satisfaction in your workplace. And it's, it's such important work and it's so obvious, but it's so, we're so archaic still in our yeah. mindset around it, isn't it? It's like what you do is so needed. <laughs> It's really interesting because our tagline for the People Institute is humanizing business and developing relationships. And when leaders decide to implement the human aspect of work, you know, because you can't run a business without people, right? So right. turnover, we know, is very, very expensive. So the key is to develop the people that you have in a way and share the vision with them in a way that they buy into it. It becomes a part of their value system and you grow the company instead of focusing always on replacing the seats that turnover creates. So we have to have that human approach. And we have Absolutely. to, mm -hmm. have to, especially for women. I don't know, probably also men, but we, I mean, I really need it uh, just in my, personality, my relationships, my work, everything. I absolutely, it's like a requirement. <laughs> yeah, I think COVID hit us really hard for women who are, who need to have that engagement. Um, I know for me too, it hit me really hard. Um, and I had just relocated back to Florida. Um, and a year later, here we are on lockdown. I'm just like, oh my gosh, what do I do? And I created a pathway through these kinds of engagements, you know, through conversations with Carla, through uh, coffee connections, where you just bring people together to have coffee and 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 feed off the energy that way. Yeah, it really makes a difference. I'm an, mm -hmm. I'm really eager to get bring people here to where I am in Southern California and have like day long retreats or uh, it's just I think I just crave being in person now. Um, but it's true that uh, we need connection and we also need connection with ourselves because you are a mom and you are running your business and you're probably uh, doing a lot of other things in life too. And how do you, what do you use to, to, to manage your life? To, I think balance is kind of a, you know, kind of a fake word, you know, it's, it's, what is that even, but how do you, how do you kind of find your flow, find your groove, get your balance? Well, unfortunately, I don't always get it enough. Um, I came back to Florida because I, I, I tell people that the ocean was calling my name, right? So I'm a big beach bum. I love going to the beach. I love, you know, I need that time to literally feel the sand between my toes, you know? Love, um, love that. I am 
uh, I, I'm a woman of faith, so I pray. Mm -hmm. uh, I have a very strong relationship, a spiritual relationship, and that's important to me. So when I can take both of those pieces, right, um, when I can go to the beach, because where else can you commune with God than at the yeah. beach? And, you know, it's just the, the epitome of creation is right there, right? Tell me a man who created the ocean and the sand, right? Um, but I digress. So that's where I really find my, uh, my center, if you will where I'm able to get back to myself and dream and think and process uh, is at the beach. Um, and not only am I a parent, I'm a single parent, right? So I'm a single parent of a teenager. So, you know, that's a couple of, you know, portions that I really don't like dealing with, but life is what it is. Life is what it is. And you and I are so aligned. I feel exactly the same way about the beach. Like I need the ocean. Like I'm thinking about relocating and I'm like, Oh my God, but I just love the ocean. I can't move away from the ocean. It's like my sacred place where I'm I can be with God. Yeah, come on. Yeah. <laughs> which, which beach do you go to? What's your favorite beach? Well, I'm now living in Broward. County, okay. Which is north of Miami. So I go to Fort Lauderdale Beach. Nice. Um, when I lived in Miami before, I would go to South Beach. But you know, I was much younger, I was didn't have any kids. So now I go to Fort Lauderdale Beach, it's a little bit more laid back. Yeah, I love all those. I mean, really, they're all beautiful up the entire coast up from Jupiter. So beautiful. But I also I'm a single mom. And, um, and, and I'm a woman of faith. So I'm just like listening to you and I'm thinking how, uh, how even more synchronicity is here in this, in this, uh, in this time we have together. It's extraordinary. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how often do you get to the beach? Not often enough. I literally this morning had a conversation with a very good friend of mine and she said, you got to take your time. So you got to take those moments and live in and process whatever it is that you need to process in that moment and um she asked the same question when's the last time you went to the, you you've been to the beach and mm -hmm. I would say it's probably been a month or two um oh. and I'm I'm due for it yeah. I am due for it and uh, I need to put it on my priority list all right we're just little reminders T and I we're just little gentle nudgers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I need, so now you're the second person and one day, same day, I need to get over to the beach. Cause you know, you have those like spontaneous moments of inspiration. Mm -hmm. When, when I'm in, when I feel my smallness in the face of, of a massive ocean and waves or the mountains that I'm looking at right now, it is, it is, it is such a great reminder of why I'm here and what I'm in service of. And, and, and it's like, everything comes into perspective for me. It's so exciting. Yeah, I was in LA uh, in August. Uh, I have a brother who lives out there. And um, I had two of my favorite things in one location. And that was the ocean and the mountains. I mean, it is, I, I kept taking pictures of my, my daughter's first time in, in Los Angeles. And she says, mom, how many pictures of the mountains are you gonna take? I said, as many as I need to feel what I feel. I mean, it's just, it's the one place where it has, I mean, you want to talk about faith, right? It's the one place where it all comes together. Yeah. You can imagine that. So, so 
think about that the next time you go and you're standing at the shore and you're looking out and you see the mountains, how you just, it, it gives a whole new perspective Yeah. to, to our smallness in the scheme of, of life. You know what I mean? I do. And I don't mean that from a, from a it, I don't mean that negatively at all, but just when we think about who we are and what we bring and when we, if we, if we are facing a problem, think how small that is. When you think about the ocean mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the mountains, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, it's incredible. It is. And there's like this magnetic pull when I'm standing in the water of the, um, you know, this, this, this like slightly, it sucks down and mm-hmm. under and then the wave comes over. And I think there's something that's correlated to how we let go of things Mm -hmm. that we're holding on to. And it could be that we're holding on to, uh, you know, wanting to lose weight or wanting to um, stop getting triggered or reacting, or, you know, we want to, these, these things that we want to let go of. And I feel like it's a similar thing. It's like, you take a breath, you let go, and then the wave comes, you know, and then you kind of take a breath, let it go. And it's like a great example of kind of how our heart functions, how our colon is functioning, how all these different bodily systems are functioning. Um, and the ocean is always a great reminder for me of just letting go because you, we're just so much we're not in control of. So Carla, it sounds like that's your recharge. Like when you're feeling tired or you're feeling low, it sounds like going to the ocean is really something for you that completely recharges you as well. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. There are listeners, you know, I ask every woman on the show this question and, and, and the answers are, are never the same. And I find that to be really fascinating. It's like, we have to give ourselves permission to, mm-hmm. to either go to the beach or if you're lucky, it's really close to you. A lot of people, it's not that easy, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, or a journal or sometimes, you know, watching, watching, you know, Netflix or whatever it is. And I, I came to a realization this weekend, actually in a, in a, in a Bible study um, around the word meek. And I was really not enthusiastic about this Bible study. Because I thought, you know, meek, like, you know, that's just so not me. And, and I realized how important it is and how I need to really become more meek. <laughs> um, but the reason I'm telling you uh, this story is because um, we realized inside of this conversation that the things we do for rest are not always restorative. Mm-hmm. Um, the like mind numbing mm-hmm. things or the glass of wine or the things uh, that we might do for kind of rest um, aren't really fully restorative. And I just thought that was a really important distinction just to bring to our minds today, you and I, and then whoever is listening to this, um, to reconsider what we're doing actually. Uh, yeah. And we need it. We need to recharge like once a week, especially as single parents. I mean, it's. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I, and you're, you, as you have a son or daughter that's. I have a daughter. She's seven, she's 17. And, um, she's giving me a lot of space you know, and my job is to let go and trust. Um, but it does, it takes more than I have. And it's taken more than I have these last 17 years. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's a hard, it's a hard path to walk. Um, my daughter is 16 and, um, we just went last week on our college tour, first college tour for me. She went with her school a few years ago, but you know, it's really the sort of that pull, you know, the tug of war that you have when they're that age. And as an entrepreneur, it's exhausting, if I can be truly candid, you know, it's, 
it's exhausting um, and fulfilling and overwhelming all at the same time. You yes. know what I mean? Um, yes. But it's, it's, you know, I think my goal, I don't think, I know my goal has always been to raise a healthy woman. Right. That's my goal, right? Okay. Because I, I think as, as women, as women, we have to make sure that we are strong within ourselves so that we can be stronger for those around us. Um, I'm, I don't have a son, so I can't say whether or not they're raised the same way. Um, but I do believe that it's hard. It's hard. And it's hard as, um, as a single mom to, to do that and do it effectively. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I'm like, am I really doing the right job, the good job, the best job? We, we can't. I mean, yeah, I think that all the time. And I don't think that we can actually, I don't think that I, I always look at nature for my lessons in life and, and the way nature created, there is a father and a mother. And there's a reason why, you know, God created yeah. it that way. Yeah. And so I know that I'm doing a completely inadequate job, but I also know that I'm doing the best job I can and mm -hmm. that there must be a divine plan behind the fact that uh, her dad and I split up and that I raised her on my own. So it must've been yeah. some kind of protection or some kind of, you know, I, I believe that everything is, is divinely anointed. And I think that's part of the reason why I have such a positive outlook on life and I have so much joy in my heart and so much mm -hmm. hope for the future um, because I really genuinely believe that. I also believe I have free yeah. will and control over my circumstances yeah. and I'm in action every day. <laughs> Yeah, of course, uh, of course. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, I'm sure I'm entirely inadequate. <laughs> I've made a lot of mistakes, but you know what? I'm really proud of the, the woman she's becoming. Well, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. It's, it was rough. 15 to 16 was really, really rough. Um, yeah. And then kind of towards the end of 16, now into 17, it's like, it's a whole new, it's a whole new uh level of awareness and clarity and, and connection. And, um, she's like, she's so cool. I love hanging out with her. It's like, she's like my favorite person to hang out with. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're giving me something to look forward to. Yeah. So my daughter will be 17 in November. So I, I have a, I'm, I'm almost at the six month mark. Right. So then we'll be, so you're giving me something, Jennifer, to, to, to look forward to those moments oh my gosh it has been rough <laughs> oh my god yeah we go shopping we did a spa day last week yeah like she, she's like oh, when are we gonna do this mom and I want to go here with you and I'm, can we like I mean it's just so sweet yeah so um but it's taken me a lot of work to to also work on myself yeah um course. and also for me to respect and listen to her um and that gets tricky because if we're too close then you know there's a, there's mm -hmm. a power struggle and that's, and then she, you know, she kind of takes over. She's very strong and independent. So it's that fine line mm -hmm. of like, I'm still your mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Oh my God. I can totally relate. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So Carla, do you have any um, words of wisdom? Well, before we do that, actually, I'd love to know how people can find out more about you and mm -hmm. um, who is your kind of ideal customer um, for, uh, for your company. So our website is instituteforpeople.com. Um, and um, our ideal client is the client that says, 
my team is a mess. <laughs> you know, the client that needs to, um, who wants to build a culture that is inclusive and is um, open and transparent. Um, so, but, you know, I guess specifically, you know, where we work with companies that are generally about 35 employees or more. Um, we work nationally. So uh, even though I'm based here, we do virtual training. Um, we have not put that aside post COVID. Well, almost post COVID. Um, but we also, you know, we travel, work with clients all across the country. I love that. They're saying my team is a mess, right? That, and, and I know so many CEOs um, who feel that way. And it's like they're in dire need of repair. And it's not, it's not like a Band-Aid. You know, you got to really go deep yeah. uh, into the organization and, and deal with the relationships, the relational, because we're bringing our wounds into our workplace. Um, oh, absolutely. All of our trauma wounds, emotional wounding, mm -hmm. and, uh, and that's not professional. But uh, there's a way to, to there, there are techniques and tools, which I'm sure that you, you implement to help them heal that. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. And you know, sometimes, Jennifer, the issue in the messy team is the leader. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, Carla, any last words of wisdom for our listeners today who are on the path, uh, entrepreneurs who are also mothers and wives and, and having just very full lives, but are really wanting to, to make a change in their, in their life? Um, what, what advice or words of wisdom do you have for them? Uh, I would say uh, don't give up. It's uh, not the end of the world. Um, so don't give up, keep pursuing, keep moving, keep growing, keep investing in yourself. Um, no is a complete sentence, right? There's a period at the end. Sometimes there's an exclamation point at the end, but no is an absolute complete sentence. Um, and do what makes your heart sing is really important. Finding that sense of passion is really, really important. Love it. Yeah. Yep. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so beautiful. Oh, I really appreciate those words as reminders because uh, so many times we want to give up because it gets so hard um, mm -hmm. and we don't say no enough to set boundaries. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for that reminder. Thank you for being with us. Thank yeah. you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. Please contact me if you're interested in cultivating more vitality at jennifer-helene.com on the contact page. If you know this episode would be of value to your community, please share it on all of your social media channels. Maybe you are a successful working mom who would like to share your story on this podcast. Please visit podcast.jennifer-helene.com backslash podcast-guest to apply. And you might know someone who would be an ideal guest. If so, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. I absolutely love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show. 
and mean a lot to me and my team in getting the word out about how to realign humanity with purpose. Purposeful Ventures is a company that is helping moms succeed in revitalizing their lives, relationships, businesses, and health. Please join a more personal conversation by working directly with me, joining my private Facebook group or one of my programs. This is Jennifer Helene, and thanks for spending your precious time with me. Thank you.